the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jonathan Isaac for president. Maybe you've never heard of Jonathan. He plays for the Orlando Magic in the NBA. There's a big controversy in the league now because lots of players are refusing to be vaccinated, which the league wants them to do. He was asked why he's refusing the shot, and you'll never hear a better explanation than the one he gave. Listen. Jonathan, Josh Robbins with The Athletic. Uh, What is it about the vaccine that that makes you uh, hesitant to to get it? Uh, I I would start with um, I've had COVID um, in the past, and so our our understanding of antibodies, of natural immunity has uh, changed a a great deal from the onset of the pandemic and is still evolving. Um, I understand that the vaccine would uh, um, help if if, if you catch COVID and uh, you'll be able to have less symptoms um, from contracting it. But with me having COVID in the past and having antibodies, um, with my current um, age group and uh, uh, fitness, physical fitness level, um, it's not necessarily a fear of mine. Uh, taking the vaccine, um, like I said, it would decrease my chances of uh, uh, having a severe reaction, but it does open me up to the, albeit rare chance, but the possibility of having an adverse reaction to the vaccine itself. Um, I don't believe that being unvaccinated means infected or being vaccinated means um, uninfected. You can still catch COVID um, with or without having the vaccine. Um, I would say, honestly, the, the the craziness of it all in terms of not being able to say that it should be everybody's fair choice without being demeaned or um, talked crazy to doesn't uh, make one comfortable to do what said person is uh, telling them to do. Um, yeah, I, I would say that's, that's a couple of the reasons that Um, You know, I would say I'm hesitant at this time, but at the end of the day, uh, I don't feel that it is, um, you know, anyone's reason to come out and say, well, this is why or this is not why it should just be their decision. And, um, you know, loving your neighbors, not just loving those that that agree with you or look like you or move in the same way that you do. It's it's, uh, uh, you know, loving those who don't. How are you going to argue with that? He should debate the big guy. Actually, he should be left alone. When we come back, uh, speaking of being left alone, another creative person is being tortured in Colorado for not wanting to promote gay marriage. And she is going to the Supreme Court, it looks like. We'll talk to one of her attorneys. Stick around. When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town? Or do you try to make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? Hi, this is Beth Andrews from NetWorth Advisors. I believe the same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go to one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why NetWorth Advisors was started. I wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of the retirement planning. We're more than just convenient. We're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with the NetWorth Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 800-426-1428. That's 800-426-1428. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. NetWorth Advisors, 800-426-1428 firm offers insurance services but does not provide legal advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AU Wealth Management LLC and or Net Worth Advisors. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. 
Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 1231-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsoruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsoruspittsburgh.com. It's been tough talking to my doctor about constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. I finally laid all my symptoms out there and how they keep coming back. She said I may have irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. We agreed it's time to try something different. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Visit a doctor in person or online. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Is it time to push reset and get away with God? Christian travel creates purposeful pauses to discover the most scenic, sought-after destinations while you immerse yourself in the wonder of God's creation. As you travel alongside the world's top Christian leaders, every step of the way will revive your faith and awaken your sense of wonder. Imagine morning devotions on the deck of a cruise ship as you pass towering Alaska glaciers or tropical Caribbean islands. Perhaps you're longing to set foot in the very places where Jesus walked and taught in Israel. Every day on a Christian cruise or tour brings you to new vistas while you enjoy uplifting music and powerful messages. Get away with God in a faith-focused journey, and the unforgettable memories you create will refresh you long after you return home. For more information, visit InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. That's InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Lori Smith needs some help from the Supreme Court. Uh, she's a web designer in Colorado. And the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 10th District out there seems to think that the, uh, that the First Amendment doesn't apply to her. Alliance Defending Freedom is on the case. And John Bursch, senior counsel for ADF, joins us now. John, thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thank you. So how did this case make it to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 10th District to begin with? Well, it all started with Lori Smith, who owns and uh, does all the work for 303 Creative, which is a website design company. And she does uh, all kinds of website design for anyone, regardless of who they are. But there are certain messages that she can not express consistent with her Christian faith. Uh, so, for example, she wanted to get into the business of creating wedding websites customized for weddings that were between one man and one woman. But if she decides to do that, then a Colorado law prohibits her from doing that unless she will also celebrate same-sex weddings. What's more, this Colorado law bars Ms. Smith from even explaining on her own company's website what messages she can create consistent with her religious beliefs. And in fact, this law in Colorado is the same one that Colorado used to sue cake artist Jack Phillips that went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, So she filed a lawsuit in Colorado District Court to affirm her First Amendment right to be able to speak and not speak consistent with her religious beliefs. And the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals agreed that this was speech, agreed that it was protected, agreed that the Colorado law had the effect of compelling religious speakers to speak when it did not do the same for secular speakers, and nonetheless held that the government could compel her speech and keep her silent because it had a compelling interest and making sure that everyone had access to her particular websites. If you want a, a website designed by Lori, Lori's the only one that you can get it from. Therefore, the government can compel her to speak for any interest that it deems sufficient. Uh, and so now we're taking that issue to the U.S. Supreme Court. Yeah, they said something about a unique speech, that she creates custom and unique expression. And for some reason, because she's really good at what she does, I guess, 
that allows the government to tell her that they have that she has to do what uh, she doesn't want to do. She has to speak things she doesn't want to speak and uh, and send messages she doesn't want to send. Yeah, it's really incredible because the the more unique and special your speech is, according to the Tenth Circuit, then the more the government can regulate it. Which means that as an artist who, by definition, creates unique speech, that you're completely out of luck. And, and the more famous and unique you are, the the artist that um, write the most famous novels and create the, the most valuable paintings and things like that. Those are the ones that the government is most entitled to compel to speak the government's message. So if I'm a movie producer uh, and, and uh, in Colorado and you come to me and say that you want to do a movie about uh, two men who get married and I say, well, no, that's not me. I'm not, I just that's not uh, something I want to be involved in. They think that I should be forced to, to produce this movie. Yes, make the movie. And, and, and what's more, there's the silencing aspect, too. If you wanted to put out on a website as a movie maker the messages that you can and cannot create, they would prohibit you from doing that as well. And, and these judges are from the planet Earth? They actually didn't? <laughs> I mean, how, how Indeed. Does, how does anybody... How does anybody I don't have a law degree. That just doesn't... How does anybody even think that that makes sense for two seconds? But you know, what, what's funny about that is they had a dissenting judge, the chief judge of the Tenth Circuit, no less, who, who made these very points. He said, under the majority's expansive view of the Colorado law, the state could wield that law as a sword, forcing an unwilling Muslim movie director to make a film with a Zionist message or requiring an atheist muralist to accept a commission celebrating evangelical zeal. And even in spite of that criticism, they bulldozed ahead and said that this was the, the law under the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. See, I, I just, this is stunning to me, because, I mean, I, I just try to think of the two judges. I don't know if they're men or women, but uh, um, I just think of these two judges driving home from work at night after they've made this decision and thinking about what a wonderful job they've just done. Don't they, haven't they lived in America until like, you know, the day before they made the decision? It just doesn't, it, how does it even need to go to the Supreme Court? Uh, any court, much less the Supreme Court. You wouldn't think that it would need to. And the, the sad thing about it is that it's not one-sided. Yeah, as the, the chief judge points out in his dissent, um, it's not simply conservatives or religious believers who are going to be hurt by rules like this. It are, it's those all across the political spectrum who may want to profess a message that is inconsistent with what the government demands. Uh, you might have a government in a different state or a different locale that would want to force a member of the LGBT community who makes websites to create a website for a church that celebrates marriages only between one man and one woman. You know, and presumably that would have to be the law, too. Um, so when we talk about free speech, this is something that benefits everyone in society, no matter what their ideas or what their beliefs might be. And this decision runs contrary to everything that our country was built on when it comes to free speech. There's a, you mentioned the famous case involving a baker named Jack Phillips. He didn't want to decorate cakes for same-sex med, uh, weddings. He got a good ruling from the Supreme Court. Uh, is Laurie Smith being targeted by the same people who went after Jack Phillips? And by the same people, I mean an organized group. Yeah, so in Jack Phillips' case, it was the Colorado Civil Rights Commission that went after him after he declined to create the custom cake for a same-sex wedding. And as you know, it did go all the way to the Supreme Court. That was another one of Alliance Defending Freedom's cases, one of ours. And we asked them to hold that Colorado couldn't do that consistent with the First Amendment's free speech clause and free exercise clause. And the court ruled in his favor, but it did so on a narrow ground. It said that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission had acted with animus towards his religious beliefs, dislike towards his religious beliefs. And so that solved the problem in that particular case, but it didn't solve the problem for Lori, and it didn't even solve the problem for Jack. Uh, on the very day the Supreme Court announced that they were going to be hearing his case, uh, someone else came in, no coincidence here, and asked for a cake, custom cake celebrating their gender transition. And when he turned that down for the same reasons that he turned down the first cake, he was sued by that individual and he just lost that trial. And so we're appealing that to the Colorado Court of Appeals right now. So in Lori's case, um, she doesn't have the, the animus or the dislike of her religious beliefs component because she actually affirmatively went to court and said, this is going to violate my rights. I saw what happened to Jack. 
if I put out my message that I can only create websites consistent with my beliefs about marriage, I know what's going to happen. You're going to sue me and that's going to subject me to fines and re-education and all kinds of other negative consequences. Uh, so I want a court to hold right now that I can do this without being compelled to speak or without having my statement be criticized, punished, and fined. Um, and so that's the basis that this is going up a second time. So the, the nice thing about this one is it allows the U.S. Supreme Court to issue that broader ruling that will protect all artists, everybody who creates messages everywhere across the United States and makes clear that public accommodation laws cannot be used as hammers to force you to comply with the government's view of the world. We're talking to John Bursch. He's the senior counsel for uh, ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Um, so, uh, so explain that to me, John, how this, this uh, if you could run that by me again, how this case... If uh, no, is it is it uh, has it been accepted by the Supreme Court yet? Has it gotten to that point yet? Or are you just uh, asking it to be heard? Uh, we have just asked for it to be heard. We filed that last week, and so now uh, the the state of Colorado has thirty days. They may get an extension um, in which to respond. We get a reply, and then the Supreme Court will consider it at a conference. Um, but we're pretty enthusiastic about the likelihood that the the court will look favorably on this request, uh, simply because. The speech compulsion is so egregious. The reasoning of the Tenth Circuit is so outrageous. And that this is such a national problem. Um, you know, what we point to in the request to the Supreme Court is that there are individuals, artists, creative professionals all across the country who are being persecuted by these types of laws, just like the one in Colorado. And the, the courts are reaching wildly different results. Uh, so, for example, um, the Eighth Circuit, which is another federal court of appeals, uh, they addressed the case involving our clients who were videographers, Telescope Media Group, and reached the exact opposite conclusion, said that the government couldn't compel their speech or prohibit them from making a statement about the messages they could express. Or the Arizona Supreme Court, uh, which involved our, our client, Brush and Nib, which is a, a calligrapher and artist uh, type outfit that can make wedding invitations and other things. Uh, they agreed with the Eighth Circuit and said, you can't compel speech. This is what our country was built on. There are other courts that have gone the opposite way. Aside from the Tenth Circuit, you've got the Elaine's photography case. Um, you've got the case involving Barry Nell Stutzman, the floral artist in Washington State. Uh, and so as a nation, we need clarity about what the First Amendment stands for. And it's time for the Supreme Court to make clear that there's a difference between treating someone differently because of who they are and declining to express someone's message that violates your beliefs or to participate in a ceremony that violates your beliefs. And, uh, and we're confident that we're going to get that ruling. So, so did the, did the court drop the ball on the, on the Baker case on the, I'm, I'm sorry, on the Jack Phillips case? Could they have, could they, I mean, well, go ahead. Yeah, they, they could have used that, that case to issue a broader ruling and solve this question once and for all, but a, a good conservative, court, a good conservative justice, does not go and decide things in a case that are broader than necessary to resolve the case that's right in front of them. And so once the court concluded that there was religious animus, it really wasn't necessary to go any farther. But in the meantime, since then, you know, that's caused more chaos and more different results in the lower courts. And now that pot has reached a boiling point where the Supreme Court really has no choice but to step in and answer the more fundamental question of what the First Amendment means. Does it mean that the government can compel your speech or silence your speech if it disagrees with you? Or, as we've always understood it, does it protect you from that kind of government intrusion? So uh, just to be clear, uh, what is it about this case that is different from the, from the Phillips case that will, that will possibly get a more broad ruling? Uh, in the Phillips case, there was explicit evidence that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission had acted out of religious animus, um, that it was acting specifically because okay. it disliked Jack's beliefs. They, there was a Colorado Civil Rights Commissioner who, when they were considering his case, um, just terribly compared his beliefs to, to those of the Jim Crow South, um, you know, racists and, and mm -hmm. things like that, which yeah. the Supreme Court has condemned in three cases now. Um, but here because Lori took the initiative and said, I don't want to be in Jack's position a year from now when I start my business. I, I need to know now that the First Amendment protects me. That animus question is off the table. Okay. Now, uh, I have a question for you. If you're, you're my attorney and somebody comes to me and says uh, they want me to make a cake that 
uh, uh, that sends a message that I don't want to send, whatever the subject would be. And I would say to you, well, that's fine. I'll just take their business. I'm going to make a really ugly cake, and it's going to be, and it's going to taste really bad. And um, I'm just going to make the cake, and they're, they're, they're going to hate the design I'm going to put on the cake. So I'm just going to make them go away. Now, two things. Would you advise me not to do that? And if I did do that, the people that I'm dealing with in Colorado, if it was out there, would they not care about that? Because they, they would be just happy to see that they made me make a cake, even if it was ugly and they hated it. Yeah, I would not advise you to do that because I'm quite sure that Colorado officials would turn around and say, because you didn't make a cake as good for this couple as you did for the couple that was opposite sex when they were getting married, that's still discrimination. You can't take the job and then do it poorly because of someone's sexual orientation. So that, that would not get you out of trouble. And, and two, if, if that was your sincere religious belief that God created marriage between one man and one woman, you know, then... I would encourage you to be proud about that belief and to say that you have a constitutional right to live out that belief in your business in the public square, because that's what we're really fighting for on behalf of Lori and Jack and Telescope Media and Baron L. Stutzman and all these other folks. You shouldn't have to hide your faith under a bushel basket in the United States. You should be able to rely on the courts and the U.S. Constitution to protect you when you try to live out those beliefs in the public square. We're talking to John Bursch, Senior Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom. So if I did make that cake and I made it ugly on purpose, am I, um, am I uh, vulnerable from, for just a civil suit? Or am I, could they take me to jail until I made the cake you know, they, that they thought was up to the standards that it, that it should be? Depends entirely on what jurisdiction that you're in. There are a number of states that actually have criminal punishment under their public accommodation laws. And so if you decline to participate in a sacred ceremony that violates the religious beliefs, you decline to speak a message that violates the religious beliefs, or you intentionally do a job because the request violates yeah, the but, religious but John, beliefs, who, who deci- then, then criminal stuff is on the table. Who decides that I, I, I broke the law based on the quality of my work? If I'm an artist, I, I, make, I paint an ugly painting. I, I make an ugly cake. I mean... The same government officials who dislike your religious beliefs would be making that decision about whether you tried hard enough. And, and that's why you would never want to risk doing something like oh, that. Oh, boy, I think I would want to risk it. I'd say, I'll show you a cake, but I, that's just me. Um, <laughs> so I, I would prefer it if you would say, you know what, I'm not going to make the cake. These are the reasons why I'm yeah. going to call Alliance Defending Freedom, and we're going to vindicate that belief in court. Well, this is never going to end, though, is it? I mean, even, even if you get a good ruling from the Supreme Court, uh, something. What is it about Colorado? They're gonna they're gonna come back if it's not if they don't come back after Lori Smith. They're gonna find somebody else to test it again. They don't, it's not about the cake or the website. Oh, we know that it's all about the beliefs. But yeah. if we get a broad ruling from the U.S. Supreme Court that simply says, "Look, this is not discrimination." When people are acting in accord with a good faith belief that God created marriage a certain way, or that that marriage is meant to be something under the natural law. Uh, and you can't force them to speak contrary to that belief, then then that really should put a, a stake in it. That should be the end of the controversy. And, you know, as long as we've got humans who are running our government organizations, which will always be the case, mm-hmm. they'll find ways to persecute people. Um, but, but a broad ruling like that would really take away almost every tool that they have in their toolbox to do that on an issue like this. I have about a minute left, uh, John. Um, how long is this going to take? But to get it from where it is now to the Supreme Court, and when might we get a, a ruling on it? Well, the, the hope would be that the Supreme Court would decide to take the case uh, by the end of this year or early part of next year. And if that happens, then we would have an opinion by the end of June of next summer. Uh, if the case is delayed for any reason, the court decides to sit on the request to hear it for a while, then it could be as, as late as the following year. But my hope would be to push it forward fairly quickly. In the meantime, is she going to be making uh, designing websites she doesn't want to design? Uh, nope. She is just staying out of the wedding website design business altogether so that she's not forced to that situation. Colorado has said she can just decline all wedding websites. But if she wants to do any web- wedding websites, then she must do same-sex wedding websites, even though that violates her religious beliefs. Well, I hope everybody is, uh, who's listening is rooting for Lori Smith. And uh, thanks for doing the job for her. John Bursch, thanks for coming on the show. 
Thank you. And anyone who wants to follow this case and the other cases that we have can find us at adflegal.org. Okay, thank you. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott in congressional testimony on the tumultuous withdrawal from Afghanistan. General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, says he believes the U.S. should have kept several thousand troops in the country to prevent a Taliban takeover. And the U.S. is now at a disadvantage. My view is that um, it makes it much more difficult for us to conduct uh, intelligence, surveillance, reconnaissance, find, fix functions, and then... We can strike almost from anywhere in the world, but to find fixed function, it's more difficult. Uh, we can still do it. It's not impossible, okay. but it'll make it more difficult. The top generals contradicted a comment made by President Biden in July that al-Qaeda was gone from Afghanistan. U.S. consumer confidence declined for a third straight month. The conference board says its consumer confidence index fell to a rating of 109.3 in September, down from 115.2 in August. This is SRN News. Listener that stands out that I work with was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders and, you know, their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores and just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do, whether it's two, three, six months from now. Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year. Finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. End of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Federal corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. AM 1250, The Answer, The Mike Gallagher Show. Did you know there are 10% of NBA players unvaccinated? Why doesn't the NBA fire them? What's that you say? Oh, he's got a big, powerful union. Oh, he brings millions and millions of dollars of revenue to the league. But some frontline healthcare worker who's worried about the vaccine, they don't count. Breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250, The Answer. Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow wants to give back to our listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, towels, and so much more. For example, Mike's offering a buy one, get one free offer on Giza sheets. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great specials. That's 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. 2223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. A busy afternoon, a little volume pretty much everywhere you go. Parkway East outbound. It's heavy from Glenwood up to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Your delay, roughly seven minutes. On the inbound side, County Jail to the Fort Pitt Bridge, about a five-minute delay. Parkway West, not too bad. You'll tap the brakes inbound between Green Tree Road and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Liberty Bridge outbound, not seeing a minor delay. Inbound on Crosstown Boulevard, also slowing to the Liberty Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Clear and cooler tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 49. Plenty of sunshine tomorrow. Tomorrow's high 70. Tomorrow night, clear skies with a low of 47. Thursday will be mostly sunny and comfortable. We'll reach a high Thursday of 68. Plenty of sunshine for Friday. We'll see a high Friday once again of 68. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, for the last three years or so, as long as I've been doing this show, actually, uh, I've been making my drive here on 79 South from out in Washington County, where I live, and I've been uh, watching a massive project coming together. If you've driven out that way at all, you know what I'm talking about, and if you make the trip regularly as I do, you've really seen it uh, just develop over time here. It's been amazing. It's about to be finished on time, I understand. It's the Southern Beltway, and you may have been wondering what it's all about. Renee Vid-Colburn is a communications officer for the Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission, and she joins us now. Renee, thanks for coming on the show. Sure thing. Anything for you, John. Hey, listen, I have to, for uh, full disclosure here, uh, Renee and I were uh, co we were fellow employees at uh, a TV station here in town that will go nameless, KDKA. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we worked in the news department there, and uh, she has uh, moved on to better things with the Turnpike Commission. So, um, and we used to call her Vid, but I'll, I'll call her Renee here. <laughs> Vid's Let, fine. <laughs> let, let's start with what we're going to have when it opens next month out there in uh, Washington County, where I live. Right. We're going to open on October 15th to traffic. It's been a long time coming, but definitely opening the traffic on the 15th and you'll be able to travel from I-79 clear to Pittsburgh International Airport. Yeah, and so the, the uh, you're just a um they actually had to build a, a dig a valley underneath 79. <laughs> Basically. It's, it's amazing the amount of earth that was moved there. I mean, it's just been an unbelievable project. So I'll be able to, uh, I can now avoid the parkway. Anybody coming from mm-hmm. Washington County and wanting to go to, uh, to the airport does not have to deal with the Parkway West. You get off right there past South Point, the Cannonsburg exit or the South mm-hmm. Point exit, I guess, and you, uh, you head right for, it takes you right out to Robinson Township. Yeah, the interchange at 79 there is near, if anybody knows where that um, PennDOT rest area is. Yep. It's going to be close to that. Yeah. So, but there will be a little. There will be some restrictions at seventy nine. Um, the whole full interchange at seventy nine will not be open. It'll be. Um, you can if you're traveling on the Southern Beltway eastbound and you want to get off at seventy nine going southbound, you can do that. And if you're traveling northbound on seventy nine and want to go westbound on the Southern Beltway, you can do that. But the rest of the movements there, the rest of the ramps won't be open until uh, spring of 2022. But the main ones will be, the main ones to get on and off there. So if I want, if, so people are going to be able to be coming out, uh, heading south uh, on 79, coming out of Bridgeville, mm-hmm. they, they can go west to Robinson that way. So if you, if, right. uh, you don't have to go backwards to the parkway, you can. No. Yeah, you can go straight to the airport that way. It's going to cut off all that um, Parkway West oh, section the, there for well, you. That, and the traffic, when I, I leave here at 6 o'clock-ish, sometimes <laughs> the traffic coming down uh, the, the hill there from uh, on the Parkway oh. West headed into town is just brutal. It um, is. And this will really that'll cut that in half, I would think. I would think. I mean, there's so much of that is um, airport you know, traffic. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think you'll see is once people realize it's open and yeah. and they can use it, I think you'll see see a big change in traffic there. Now, how long has it taken, and is it going to be finished on time? Is this is it right on time or ahead of schedule it, or what? It is. It's on. It's exactly on time. So, yeah, it'll open except for those restrictions small restrictions there at 79 but it is opening so it's been a long time coming that's for sure um but you know the finley connector there that was open in october of 2006 it's going to connect with the southern beltway there so the finley connector is what links to the airport so that that section was three miles so now we're going to add on another 13 miles so it's 13 miles from from uh, 79 to Robinson Township. 
it's 13 miles, yeah, from 79 to 22, okay. and then actually it's another six miles to Robinson Township. Okay, so, so but yeah. but it's a, it's about a fifth. It's a, it's it's less than 15 minutes, or right around 15. minutes. I would think so. Yeah, the speed limit's going to be 70 miles an hour. Wow, and it's a it's a toll road. It is, but you don't have to go through a toll booth per se yeah. because we're going to have those overhead gantries that take a picture of your license plate or yeah. they'll scan your easy pass, whichever one is the case for the driver. And there's going to be three tolling points from the airport to 79. And and I uh, I can't get a discount if I mention your name on the turnpike. <laughs> they might charge you more, John. <laughs> they might just charge you more. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, I want to say this, too, because, you know, uh, PennDOT, which I thought I thought this was a PennDOT thing and, until I looked into it, and that's why I ended up getting directed to you. Um, I, I, PennDOT told me it was a, a turnpike thing. Um, right. I, I have to say, uh, and again, if, if uh, anybody who's listening right now who makes that trip knows exactly what I'm talking about, I, I risk boring people with this, but uh, th- it's it's just stunning that they've been able to do this. And, I, and I'm telling you, I, it's been going on. I don't know how long it's been going on. Three years at least. I have I, I, I there I, I might have had uh, a couple, maybe two or three times where I went to get on 79 uh, for and and I looked and I went, oh, oh my God I can't I'm not getting on there it's backed up it's a parking lot maybe two mm-hmm. or three times I th- when they started this project I thought I'm going to have to figure out a new way to get to work there's no way I'm dealing with this it's going to be the usual one lane traffic I haven't been delayed I'm telling you not more than three times in three years it's I don't know how they did it it's it is it's amazing the amount of work. That went into this. We we actually started it, the section that you're talking about. We're, we started that in 2016. Wow. Um, so yeah. it's it's been a lot of earth moving Ugh. and yeah, a lot of a lot of work to get done in the matter of just a few years. So it's it's impressive. I, it really is. Well, and, you you can see. I, I think you can see it from space. Uh, 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 seriously, <laughs> you might be there, there's to. so much. The the, the 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 terrain and the earth has changed so much, uh, uh, and here's the thing that they that they were able to do, which I've never seen before. You're going uh, north on 79 for a while. They 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 built they built uh, another road. I think, I think yeah. that's what they did. They built a road in between the two north and southbound uh, sections of the of 79 where the median was, and you drove on that mm-hmm. while they were working on one side. And then you drove on it while they were working on the other. So they actually had to build an extra road for several miles. That instead mm-hmm. of making it one lane, they built another road to allow people to keep coming through there on two in two lanes. Yeah, we wanted to keep traffic flowing on seventy nine. We knew that was a big deal. We couldn't we couldn't completely eliminate traffic on seventy nine. We wanted to keep it moving. So that was that was a lot of coordination with PennDOT and and local municipalities there. Now here's the thing. I still don't know. Uh, I, it took me a long time to figure out what was going on there. Uh, I, I, you know, made the trip all those times, and I went on Morganza Road, which is uh, mm-hmm. which is parallel with 79. I've taken that many times, and I've looked at what's going on, and uh, it, it's it, it seemed like a really complicated project. But what I still don't understand is where is this all going to end up? People are going to be able to come from the airport. Instead of going down Parkway West and then getting on 79, if you want to go south to Washington, PA, or get on to 70, now you can go straight from Robinson and, and connect right on to 79. But where is it going? It's, it still has to go east, doesn't it? To get to, Isn't this headed for Westmoreland County? Oh, no, no, no. It's not. Uh, no, this Southern Beltway portion is one project. It, it eventually, the, the plan, I mean, this is many years down the road, will connect with the Monfayette Expressway. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that would be in, well, they don't have a design for that yet because we will have to finish the Monfayette Expressway first. Okay. And next year, we're actually starting the next section, next phase of the Monfayette Expressway, which will start there at 51 in Jefferson Hills. Yeah. And then it'll proceed to um, Duquesne at 837. That's our next section to build. But at some point, does all that connect with 79? Yeah. yeah, all that will connect eventually. But I really don't have a time frame because that's not even been designed yet. Or We have to wait on funding. 
so yeah, okay. from the state legislator and legislature, and that's uh, that that's really the the key yeah. right there. Well, I'm getting kind of old. There's a good chance I'm going to be dead <laughs> then before that's done. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a. I'm at the age now where a lot of things. I'm going to be dead before a lot of things happen here. But uh, I, I didn't think I'd live to see being able to go to Robinson Township without going out the Parkway West. This is going to be great. True. Yeah. Um, so I see the, the the signs are already up, uh, and it does say cashless. And you mentioned it's going to be, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they take a picture of your. How does that work? I mean, um, right. I saw somewhere that it, it costs like twice as much if you mm-hmm. don't if you don't get Easy Pass. If you're headed to the uh, west, I think I saw. I'm um, east. I mean, uh, to New Jersey on the Turnpike, it costs like forty dollars with Easy Pass, but like ninety or something without it. A lot of money. Right. Right. The toll by plate option is far higher priced than the easy pass option so say the southern beltway i told you there's going to be three tolling points each tolling point that you travel under mm-hmm. will cost you a dollar 30 if you have easy pass and then two dollars and 60 cents if we have to send you a bill in the mail with toll by plate wait so 260 times three for each time i go out there if i don't have easy pass yeah, if you don't have Easy Pass, each time you go under a tolling point, it'll be two dollars and sixty cents. Wow! And how ma- how many tolling points are there between uh, seventy nine and the airport? And they three, three. Wow. So if you do the whole length, it'll cost you a lot more with toll by plate. It'll be like you're about two sixty times math. three. That's, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Wow, seven twenty. So so um, uh, so will will people? Are people going to be complaining about that because it's a toll? I mean, I, I don't have any problem with toll booth, uh, toll roads. I actually like them, uh, not because I like to pay the money, but um, right. I'd rather see people who use the road have to pay for it than see my taxes go up so that I pay for everybody else to, who to right. use it it's, when I don't. You know? Um, yeah, this the Southern Beltway is an option. You can use it or you don't want to use it. Um, if you want to avoid the mess on the Parkway West, then you're going to pay a dollar thirty under each tolling point that you try. Now, you don't have to go the whole length. I mean, you might yeah. get off at one of our other toll points, you know, along the roadway. Well, where, but, where are the other, where are the other uh, places you can get off once you get on? Say, if you get off at 79, you're headed out toward the airport, where are the exits going to take you to? Where can you get well, off? Well, there's one right there. Um, there's a tolling point there on the Finley Connector right now. Okay. It's at milepost 3 um, to use that portion. People have been using that one already. And then the further once you once we open up the Southern Beltway, the further you go down a few more miles, about four more miles at, at Milepost Seven, which is close to Beach Hollow Road. Um, there's another tolling point, and then down at Milepost Fourteen, which is closer to South Fayette Way, which is another like Route Fifty. That area. So if I decide I want to go to Robinson Township from where I live, I'm going to have to go through three tolling points. If you want to go clear to the end, right? Yeah, uh, and um, like if, like uh, Robinson Town Center, how many tolling points is that? That well, if you get on, so I get on seventy nine, and and I get off. I want to go to the you know the Robinson uh, the mall out there, whatever it's called. Yeah, it depends on which exit you get off of. I mean, you could go a couple different ways, but if you get off. You probably only have to go through two okay. tolling points. I'm trying to think how yeah. much it's going to cost me round trip. It's going to cost me probably five bucks round trip. Do you I have Easy go. Pass? I, I I do. Yeah. Well, you'll be good shape then. Well, it's yeah, but still, it's a dollar thirty <laughs> each each tolling point. Two sixty. Yeah, one one. Yeah, if you go through two points, five it'll bucks. Two sixty. One way. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I and then so there's. I mean, I mean, am I going to be you guaranteed no 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 potholes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right now you will be <laughs> right. for a while. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, they, they are they. Uh, so everybody there at the turn, and we're talking to uh, Renee Vid Colburn. She's uh, a communications officer for the Turnpike Commission. Is everybody at the? Uh, are people? Um, they have to be pleasantly surprised that it's coming in on time. Is it normal for yeah. things to come in on time, or is this unusual? To, I mean, right exactly on time. Most of our projects do come in on time, sometimes even earlier, but a, a 
project of this magnitude, we haven't done in a long time. So this was a pleasant surprise, but yeah. also, I mean, we, our contractors are amazing. So they really pulled it together when we needed it. And it is exactly on time. <laughs> and it is an amazing, it's like, it's just an amazing project and it's going to be finally done. I can't believe it. Um, so I appreciate you coming on the show, Renee, and I will, uh, Hold you personally responsible for any problems I find with this road between now and when I die. Just so you know that. I have no doubt in my mind. (laughs) Hey, Renee, thanks for coming on. All right. Take care, John. All right. We'll see you. That's Renee Vid-Colburn, and uh, we'll be right back. The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then, just three months later... Extortion 17 requesting permission to take off. A U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others entered the Tangy Valley. I saw flash. You seen flash? Extortion 17, the provocative new film telling the story of the largest loss of life in U.S. Special Forces history. Now playing on SalemNow.com. Questions quickly arise. Why did it take 17 minutes to fly a 10-minute mission? Was there a black box on board? Every American should be taught about what happened in Extortion 17. What really happened? The SEAL Team 6, that dreadful night. Fallen Angel, Extortion 17. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. Hey, Dad, what are you doing? Oh, hi, son. I thought I'd sing for the Legacy Box commercial. No, Dad, I want you to talk about Legacy Box, how it's the best way to digitize your family's home movies and photos. But there's no extra charge for singing. Thank you, but people need to understand that we can take old photos, VHS tapes, even film, and transfer them to DVD, thumb drive, or a digital download. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S., Don't worry, I'll cover all that. Legacy Box, Legacy Box, the best way to digitize home movies and photos so that they aren't lost. Proud of my son and his Legacy Box. Time's almost up. From sea to shining sea. Okay, I'll just read the rest of the ad then. Legacy Box is the best and easiest way to digitize your home movies and photos. Save 40% right now when you go to LegacyBox.com slash LBox. That's 40% off at LegacyBox.com slash LBox. LegacyBox.com slash LBox. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffat forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. I'm Andy Solomon. If you see something, say something is more than just a slogan. It's how we protect our communities. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security's If You See Something, Say Something campaign program manager, Ryan Streeter, shares more. To keep our communities safe, it's important for us to stay alert and report suspicious activity. If you see suspicious activity, report it to the nearest local law enforcement agency. Be ready to describe what and who you observed as well as when, where, and why it was suspicious. September 25th marks the fourth annual If You See Something, Say Something Awareness Day, and DHS is encouraging everyone to participate. Use hashtag Day to post on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook to share why recognizing and reporting suspicious activity is important to you. You can also visit our website for more ideas and share important resources to inform others. To learn more, visit dhs.gov slash day. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. 
Well, it looks like uh, the big guy might have been caught in a big lie. They had testimony today from uh, General Milley and uh, the defense uh, Sec- Secretary of Defense. They also had another, a couple, one other general there, and um, they were all asked about what about um, deciding to pull the uh, the media, not, not the media, the military out of uh, Afghanistan before uh, trying to evacuate people, which, as everybody knows, turned into a total fiasco, cost 13 people's lives, uh, just the 13 military uh, lives, and not to mention the who knows how many in Afghanistan. But uh, Joe Biden told George Stephanopoulos back in August that he was not advised by his military or defense advisors to keep U.S. troops on the ground in Afghanistan. He said... Stepanopoulos said, your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about 2,500 troops. Oh, no, no, they didn't, according to Biden. It was split. That wasn't true. They didn't tell you that they wanted troops to say, Stepanopoulos asked. No, not in terms of whether, um, not, uh, no, not in terms of whether we were going to get out in a time frame, all troops. They didn't argue against that. So no one told you, your military advisors did not tell you we should just keep 2,500 troops. And Biden said, nope, no one said that. Well, General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, this is what he said when he was asked about it today. I won't share my personal recommendation to the president, but I will give you my honest opinion. And my honest opinion and view shaped my recommendation. And I recommended that we maintain 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. And then right after that, uh, uh, the person who now may have the toughest job on earth, Jen Psaki, had to clarify what's uh, going on. And she said that Biden said that his advisors were split. And she tried to weasel out of it, basically, is what she did. But they caught uh, Joe Biden said that he wasn't advised. This is all on him. It's, it's going to come back to be all on him. Uh, and his he's, he's put... Forget about uh, putting Jen Psaki in a tough position. He's put his uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs in, in a difficult position. His uh, defense secretary, because they all have to, they either have to lie for him now, or they have to couch it in, in some ways to make it sound as much as they can like it wasn't his fault. And uh, apparently, uh, maybe more than apparently, it was the big guy's fault. So. Uh, you know, let's see how the media handle that. I have a feeling it won't be the same as if Donald Trump had done the same thing. It'll be a little bit different. That's it for today. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.